Hello, everyone, and welcome to Matt's Made, the sports podcast, not just about Massachusetts sports. I'm Anthony, and I'm here with Maroon. Maroon. Welcome to the show, Maroon. Thank you very much for having me, Matt's Made. Thank you for joining us. All right, so our first topic is the NBA and its awards. Now, we're going to go off one by one and state what we think, who we think the award winners will be. Let's start off with the MVP. Do you want to start or should I start? I think you should start. You think I should start? Yes. Well, my MVP this season, I would have to say it is LeBron James. I say this because he, I think he has had an overall better season than, than Giannis. I think he's done better scoring-wise uh, and uh, assisting-wise. Rebounding-wise, obviously, he doesn't, hasn't done that well. But I think you, we should also take winning into account. Yeah. Of whether who wins this MVP, and I think LeBron has done a better job at winning. Well, so obviously what you say is overall true. LeBron James leads the entire NBA in assists per game with ten point six assists per game. He um he also behind he I don't know where he is on points per game. He's not Giannis beats him in points per game, but I think you're overall right with LeBron. I think the only reason the NBA hasn't given it to him in the last couple of seasons is mainly because he won four MVPs at one point in a five-year span. So they're obviously a little hesitant to give him the award again. But I think um, I agree with you. If it comes down to who really deserves it the most, I think LeBron should take home the award. Yes. Thank you for agreeing with me. You're welcome. (laughs) Let's move on to the Rookie of the Year. My Rookie of the Year, personally, I think that it's Ja Morant. Ja Morant has done an amazing job leading the Memphis Grizzlies. That what could have been the playoffs, but his only other competition really is Zion Williamson, and he's only played for like what less than half the season. So I think that the obvious answer here is John Morant. Yeah, man, I hate to agree with you uh, twice in a row, man. I feel bad, but honestly, there really is no other person you can give this award to besides for John Morant. Obviously, Zion for the few games he played was extremely dominant, and yeah. it was surprising how well he came out of the gate, but John Morant has dominated for an entire season and, like you said, almost brought his team to the playoffs and might have been in the playoffs, and we'll still see if he will. Obviously, we don't know if the season will continue or not, but, yeah, I think the obvious decision for Rookie of the Year has to be Jean Morin, and we just have to say, he literally came out of nowhere in that NCAA tournament with that triple-double. It's amazing yeah. how he, not only did he come out of nowhere, but then he asserted himself as the clear Rookie of the Year. Yeah, that was incredible. But if we move on to our next award, which is Defensive Player of the Year, this one was tricky for me because there are a couple of very qualified candidates, like the Claw, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Joel Embiid. But I think that the overall winner of the award should be Giannis. He's had an amazing defensive uh, season that I don't think many people have truly taken the time to understand how awesome he did uh, defensively this season. Uh, if we take a look at his stats as I pull them up right now, he – give me one second. Second taken. Thank you. This season, his re- his defensive rebounds per game, 11.5. He's averaged one steal and one block, which doesn't seem like a lot, but obviously – there's a lot more that goes into the game and, of course, into defense than just what goes on to the statue. What do you think, Cam? Um, obviously, I'm not going to agree with this time just because we need some variety in this show. But <laughs> obviously, Giannis is 
one of the top con- um, candidates. I honestly thought he was walking away with it last year, but they gave it to Rudy Gobert. And obviously, no disrespect to Rudy Gobert, the guy is an absolute monster. And I don't know. That's also for another day, where whether Rudy Gobert will be able to stay at the Jazz or not. But as for me, I wasn't going to say that looking at the stat sheet, Giannis is definitely good, but maybe um, Ben Simmons, actually. Ben Simmons leads the league in steals per game, and I don't really see him on the rebounds per game sheet, but I overall think that with his physicality and his stealing ability, he might be able to at least be a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. All right, well, our next award is Sixth Man of the Year. And this season, I haven't seen that much of Lou Will, but I've also heard that he has started maybe one or two games this season. And Montrez Harrell, he has not, and he has been doing an outstanding job with the Clippers coming off the bench this season. So sixth man of the year goes to Montrez Harrell, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, he does it all. He rebounds. He plays. He's a good defender, too. He also can score in the paint. He really is the best, um, a great example of a big man who doesn't need the ball in his hands at all times to have an impact. He fits in yeah. really well with that system that they have in the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and all those guys. And it's really amazing how he manages to still get his points while playing with so many other great scorers. Indeed. Our next award is Coach of the Year. We're going to skip over Most Improved Player for now, but we're going to go straight to Coach of the Year because I think this one, this person deserves this award the most. And I think that is that it is Nick Nurse. He just lost a couple of great assets that he uh, used to win the NBA championship last season. And now he's just down to the, his, his two best players right now are Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam. And obviously only one of them went to the All-Star game. And that's not Wasn't really Lowry the All-Star people. game too? I thought they both made it. They did? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's my bad. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> Nick Nurse has still done a great job. When you look at the Raptors on paper, they're not the greatest team. Uh, I wouldn't even think that they would have home court in the playoffs, but they have stunned us all. And I think that Nick Nurse deserves Coach of the Year. Yeah, I mean, this is another one that's really impossible to argue with, especially if you look at that one really long win streak run they went on. I Mm. mean, obviously, Pascal Siakam really became the big star they needed this year, and he's probably could – he was a all-star starter. And if it was really possible, you could probably give him the most improved player award again. But overall, it looks like Nick Nurse probably does deserve the award, especially how he's made the team. Obviously, with the absence of Kawhi Leonard, they've had to play more as a team to be able to keep winning. And that's exactly what they've done. Yeah. So on to our last award, the most improved player. There have been a lot of names thrown around, like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, for example. Bam Adebayo. Uh, Devontae, uh, Devontae Graham. And a lot of people say Devontae Graham deserves it the most, but I don't think he does. He's putting up 18 points per game this season, but if you look at his at his field goal percentage, it's kind of the same as it was last year. So I don't think that it is as much as he is improving. I think he just got more opportunity now that Kemba Walker is no longer in Charlotte. So most improved player for me, it goes to Bam Adebayo. He has actually improved, and not just because Hassan Whiteside left. He's actually gotten better throughout from last season to this season. So my most improved player is Bam Adebayo. 
That is a great choice. And I think I'll overall have to agree with you because everybody else who I'm thinking of pretty much was an all-star caliber player last year. So I'm just getting, so it's best to give it to somebody who wasn't already a lead player last year. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the playoffs. And when I say the playoffs, I mean, let's just focus on the NBA finals and who would be there. A lot of people have said that they would see the Lakers and the Bucks in the NBA finals. Personally, I disagree. I think that the Clippers would beat the Lakers in a seven-game series because I think that they are the more dominant, more deep team. And when it comes to how they played against each other in the regular season, I'm pretty sure that the Clippers won against the Lakers a couple more times. And the Bucks, I think it's obvious that they were going to win the East. They were the most dominant team. But when it comes to the finals, I don't think that the Bucks are going to win it. I think that the Clippers would win it saying that everyone's healthy. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are just too unstoppable and they're both healthy. So I think that the Clippers would win it in seven games as Kawhi wins finals MVP. What do you think, Ken? Well, I agree, definitely agree with you on the Lakers-Clippers standpoint because the Clippers won two games and the Lakers only won one against them. And remember, the one game that the Lakers beat won against the Clippers, um, Avery Bradley went on some crazy shooting streak. And something tells me Avery Bradley cannot do that again <laughs> consistently against them. As for the East, it's another one where you really have no choice. The Bucks really can't be beaten. I think the Celtics maybe had a chance to add a couple of veteran pieces and maybe contend, but since they didn't do anything, I think the Bucks are the clear favorite. Yeah. So that's all we have for the NBA. But let's move on to the NFL. One of the main free agent signings, Frank Gore to the Jets. Obviously, he's a great all-time running back. What do you think about this game? Well, obviously, Frank Gore is um, a great example of consistency. I mean, there have been a lot of amazing running backs over the timeline of the NFL. But when you look at Frank Gore, although he's never really been the best running back in any year, he's always been very consistent. And that's why he places pretty high up there on the all-time rushing list. Yeah. So I do want to talk about a couple of more uh nfl free agent signings but we'll talk more about that on thursday next up for the nfl we have dolphins head coach don shula has recently passed away with 347 wins in the regular season and postseason cam what are your thoughts about this obviously it's a sad day the um the that's because he's gone he is the only coach to successfully not only go undefeated in the regular season, but to also go on and win the Super Bowl. And he over, He's the all-time win leader for the NFL. I mean, what else can you say? The guy's an absolute legend and a trailblazer of the NFL's history, and he's going to be missed dearly. Yes, he is. Well, that's all. That's all I have written down. Do you want to talk about anything else, Cam? Oh, yeah. I just wanted to tell you, I just found out that Frank Gore is number three on the all-time rushing list. Number three. Wow, that's very high. Yeah. All right, well. That's it for me. That's it for you. Yeah. Nothing else to talk about. So that's the end of the first podcast. Oh, and by the way, make sure to check out our Instagram account. At Mass Made Sports. Thanks for listening and peace. Peace.